The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. You are about to embark on a journey. It is hardly awesome. So we've been talking about the fact that we bought eBay items. A few episodes ago, we talked about getting items on eBay that were either like creepy or haunted or just kind of quirky or weird, just that kind of like oddity kind of thing, right? And my thinking when I first brought it up for us to do that was like, let's get it. Let's see if we have any information on what it was and then maybe start a collection like a, a little cabinet here of weird like artifacts and shit odd artifacts that we that we collect whether it's on ebay or like when we're traveling oh, when we say we come across like something? come yeah. across like the fucking ouija museum right ah. and then you go in there and they have like this one that this little piece that you can get uh, maybe a planchette from like you know 1901 yeah. right maybe it's a hundred bucks i'll buy i'll pay a hundred bucks for that shit yeah 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 so i was like let's let's do that and and in the future we'll talk about it well we did anthony finally after months and months and months of us telling him this is extremely important whoa hold on this was supposed to be the first episode no <laughs> second no this i think actually you know what i think this was by january okay this has been a couple no, months but anyway yeah, <laughs> um we Sorry. said that we were going to go ahead and bring it to the show. So Anthony finally got his thing. And so now we're going to kind of talk about it. Anthony, wait, you brought it in this thing? Yes. I thought he said it was a box. Didn't you say he said it was, didn't he say it was a box? It's, well, it came in a box. But I, So but, for listeners who obviously you can't see what's happening here, he brought this little zipper case that you, you that get to like protect. That looks like it's a, a, a blood sugar monitoring uh, case no. holder. Oh, it could. But what it does, it's it holds um, external hard drives. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. 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 Yep. Um, so, so this is, so this is what he's, he brings with him. All right. No, it's all good. It's all good. No, no, it's good. Uh, Jim's got his little thing. Should I pull it out? Yep. <laughs> Whip it out, no Jim. No double entendres. I've got my letter. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's not a letter. <laughs> hey. All right. Here we oh, go. And, so, and, oh, and Dan, Dan has something to share <laughs> uh-huh. too. Oh, Show and tell. It's a tarot tarot deck. It's a tarot deck. Learning tarot cards. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's the first one that was on the side there. Where did you get that? I don't know on the desk. It's um, it's my wife's. <laughs> you could have just been like, you could have just been like, well, um, we took a trip to Salem, Massachusetts, uh, a few falls ago, and we came across this old rickety house, and this woman beckoned us from the doorway, and she said, "You know, there's a certain aura about you. I feel I have to give you this gift." And she handed this deck of cards to Doug. Like, that's actually where <laughs> you I got us- these from. These were gifted from an old witch that actually lives down the road from us in like the woody area. Um, but they're for listeners who can't see, these are dowsing rods. Oh, yeah. Uh, dowsing rods. But it's, uh, it's led to some quite adventurous paths, let me tell you what. Ooh. Pretty dark. Okay. We're going to have to bring you back for uh, one of our, our weird, what's the, what did we call the weird episodes? Oh, I forgot. Hardly I After Dark. Yes, is it something is like it that? I think so. I don't, I don't know. think it's hardly. You know what? That actually, <laughs> if we recorded it, we hardly creep, hardly, hardly creepy, or something like that. I don't remember. We did something, but uh, we'll bring you back to so we could talk about that yes. stuff. Shh. All right, so let's get Wait, into this room noise. 
Anthony brings a a zipper case that holds uh, external hard drives. Jim's got a a small yellow box. It says Color Slides Kodak. It's old school, kind of like if you had um, a project those projectors with the yep. slides. Oh yeah, slide projector. That's what that does right? look like. That it would hold the, those slides. <laughs> and I I'm, can already see them stacked in it. I feel. Yep. And I have a nondescript envelope. With an item inside. Nondescript. What is the envelope? It has, it has, it has your name. Well, it has my name it's, on it, but it's, it's, there's nothing <laughs> specially. Uh, there's nothing special about this. Where did it okay? Come I didn't from? say there That's, was no script you, on you, it. You, you said nondescript. You said nondescript. <laughs> a nondescript envelope is a blank envelope. Blank oh, that is a descriptive envelope. That says <laughs> oh, your name and address. That's your. That's your home address. That's very descriptive, hey, actually. And has a stamp. It's telling Good. you where it came from. All right. So, let's see. Uh, Dan, you tell us who you want to hear go first. Ooh. Um, mm, any mini money mo, Jim. Oh, all right. What do you okay. got? Well, well first, let's do Kodak it this way. Box. What did you look up as your search? So term? I did a lot of search. I searched quite a bit because I was like, what can I get? I wanted to get something creepy, kind of uh, strange. I didn't want to get anything haunted, um, A, because I didn't want to spend that much money, but then... I didn't want to even chance that. Um, and they had all kinds of haunted dolls and all kinds of things. How creepy are those dolls, dude? I know. Those it's, dolls like that, ridiculous. the ones where you lay them down and their eyes close and then they sit up and their eyes open. <laughs> like, oh, those those have always scared me, so I and definitely wasn't even, buying one of those. What's even better is when you take the eyes out and then they still, like, the eyelids open up and there's nothing underneath but there's nothing. there. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. The, worst, the worst ones are the ones that also make that noise, that oh, like it makes some sort of giggle or some shit when it sits up. Like, no. Or you yeah. move it and you hear it giggling and shit. No. Absolutely not. No. So then I started looking for, like, strange and offbeat and all kinds of things, and it was... Hard to find something that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, so let me get this. So I finally found something. It's not creepy. In my mind, okay, real quick, Anthony, what do you think is contained on these? Oh, this is like the shell casing to like uh, a small... shell casing. Like a pen or something? Like a a fountain pen. Like that's what I'm looking at. Like it looks kind of like, I don't know, bubble wrap? Okay. Must be fucking. Oh, okay. For some reason, I really thought it was slides. Oh, I thought it was slides. too. But that. But when oh, I did I not rap, tell you what it was? I don't think so. I, oh no, you didn't. No, tell I, did. I did. Maybe you did. I just when don't I, when remember. I, when you see it, you'll know. You'll remember. All right. But yeah, as you can see, Dan, it's just this little thing wrapped in bubble wrap. Okay. To help protect it. Okay. Um, and then when you unwrap it, it's kind of a little delicate. It's falling apart. Can't Looks be about really the length of a finger. Oh, okay. Is it taped? Okay. Yeah. It's taped closed. Yeah, I taped it closed so it would stay closed. Is it a glass bowl tape off? <laughs> it's Agent he, Orange. He's about to give us. He's cup. like, he's like, uh, I'm gonna make sure it's it's completely sealed. It's anthrax, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so this. Oh, it is a bowl. No, it's. Oh, I, that's right. I remember it's now. An old stamper. It's an, an old, old stamp. stamp. Hand oh, stamp. Nice. Okay. Okay. It's pre, according to the ad on eBay, pre 1962 from New Orleans. Oh, nice. Can I hold okay. it? Do you mind? Yeah, go for it. And the stamp actually says the word obscene on it. Ooh, put on books to so, say obscene? So, yeah, that's kind of why I got this because I thought it was interesting. I'm like, who the fuck in New Orleans pre-1962 is stamping things to say obscene? Did you look this up? And what Ed are Smith they? 426 Camp? No, I didn't look that up. Oh, that's what's printed on the side of it. Uh, um, there's like some... who's using this and what were they stamping as? Obscene? I wonder if that's like the manufacturer. And I could see like a perfect day at Barnes & Nobles. You just go in through like the... Band book the section, books. and oh, you just yeah. start stamping, stamping obscene, <laughs> obscene, obscene. That that is that's probably the address, right? Ed Smith's. Yeah, that might have been the person camp. who where it was. Camp might be a street or a road. Yeah, probably. And then in New Orleans, um, 
Yeah, the the, the stamp, the rubber, you could it's tell so it's old, old. It's hard. It's, you can't even use it anymore. Yeah, right. you can't even. You rock. can't even. Uh, you can't even like glue it back on. You just want to no. kind of keep them together. This is really cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to to look into Research it and find it out more. why they would have a stamp to to say obscene. I'm assuming it has to do with Probably books, with or books, pictures, letters, something like that. What was it pre nineteen sixty something? Pre nineteen sixty two, I think it said. If okay. I remember correctly. It's pretty cool. cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a cool little find. That was probably one of the coolest things I found that nice. I was willing to order. You could probably make that. Po- yeah, I'm the same as you, dude. When I was looking at that that haunted stuff, I was like, no go. Not, I'm not yeah. getting no dolls. Not I am no not going to chance box. that it is. Like if it's it's saying it's haunted, I'm not going to take be- the chance. Like I'm going to buy something that may be haunted. It could be. But if it's not advertising that it is, then I'll take. You know what I mean? I, I'm, absolutely. I don't know. I feel like intention comes with 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 things sometimes. You know the energy and things. So no, it does. I'm not trying to. Here's the thing: is that because what what happens is that you do one. You 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 cross a line where, a, you buy the haunted. You never doll. cross streams, dude. <laughs> you buy the you you buy the doll and you say it's not haunted, and all of this haunted and ghost stuff is fake, and you just you discredit and just you know. Say you don't believe in it just to hope it. Or, like you said, you buy it knowing, oh, it's haunted, and now you're you're willingly taking in something haunted. Uh-uh. Fuck that shit. I was not possibly So doing. you didn't bring in a Dybbuk box? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I know you tried to get me to. All right, Dan, who goes next? Ooh. All right, hold on. I think Anthony has a dick in a box, so let's see this. <laughs> <laughs> it is sitting box. in his lap. <laughs> You're saying All Anthony right. goes? Yeah, Anthony. Go. All right. So what I bought is because I was searching up like haunted. So when I first I was trying you to find haunted. Sa- okay. I was looking for haunted dolls and I hit that crossroads going, this isn't real. But it's like, well, hold on. By me saying it's not real, that's that that's what happens in the movies. They say, oh, that, oh I bought a haunted doll. This isn't real. Next yeah. thing you and know, you're hearing scratching in the walls and like your exactly. bed is rumbling in the night. Exactly. So I said, child voices this. laughing from other so rooms. So it took me a while to try and find something that I was like, I'll buy and then we, me and Chris were talking. He's like, look, it was creepy or odd. I'm like, oh, I'll find something odd or creepy looking. So what okay. I found was very creepy looking. And for me to try and justify a purchase, I was like, this is not going to be a purchase that I that I bought, showed you guys, said woohoo, and then just it's it went into some collection somewhere. So I got this as a decoration for Amber for the house, and she loves it. It's It's been up in our house for the past month. So this cannot go in our cabinet of curiosities. Okay. But I'll tell you, I will support the artist I like that I bought this from to get a new one for the cabinet of oh, curiosities. No, okay. Let's see what we got. Oh, it's an it's an art piece. It's an art piece. Okay. As it has been described as a fairy skeleton. So it's Okay, so like describe a, what you've got so in your there's hand there. A small little uh fairy like skeleton. I love skeleton. when people say small little by the way. It's small the best. Small little. <laughs> yeah, small little. People say it all the time. We were Aaron and I'm I started, sure I say it. I'll, I'll be bringing it up on what I've been streaming. Mhm. Being what, what I've been watching a lot of lately, but uh, there's people on this show that I watch that say small little all the time. And yeah. I was like, small little. Okay. <laughs> it's so weird. Cool. When did, when, I wonder when that came out. I don't know. Go ahead. It's a small little skeleton. Uh, it's almost, it uh, looks like it looks like it's either like um, you know, modeling putty or almost like a porcelain possibly. And it has like little like fairy wings next to it. And there's a little, uh, it's supposed to be, a, I think it's supposed to be like a taxidermy type oh. fairy but it's you know, made up as a little art piece. And okay. So what Anthony... It's in a floating shadow box frame. Here, here you go, Dan, so you could get a look at it. Oh, okay. That's cool. Let me ask you this, Anthony. Do you have a lot of things go missing in your house all the time? 
Yes, that's a yes. Yeah, yes, but I think it's just because it's like <laughs> so he's a very forgetful person. <laughs> so what we're looking at here is yeah. yeah, it's a small framed shadow box, but it's translucent through because what the guy yeah. did, the artist did is he created a a you so when you do when you when you like have um what do you call it when you collect bugs and stuff and you put them in frames, you use the pens Ta- to hold down no, it's not taxidermy. It's not taxidermy. I don't know. I used to. Is it etymology? Um, to do I don't that, remember. Though. Yeah, what but whatever it is, usually you know they have these little labels that people type out and say what it is. So this yeah. guy has this this square piece of paper and it's got this thing typed out right, and he he's he gives it a scientific name, Phaeus fornicatus, collected from the 1903 emergence. And then it is a like Anthony said, it's a little sculpted. It it looks like it. Yeah, it's like modeling clay that he kill like the kiln. Yep. You, you you burn it or whatever. And he it made it look like it's a fairy in fetal position, but the skeleton of it. Mm. And then the wings, translucent wings are are protruding from there. And it's basically held in place by two pieces of what feels like, I don't know, plastic or yeah, I, I don't want to push down and do any damage glass, to it. It's not but... glass. The back is is definitely a harder plastic. This is more, yeah, because this is more like saran up, wrap. If you yeah. open that up, it's going to have that plastic on both sides, and then when you put something in there, you close it, and it helps gonna, hold it. Yeah, yeah it I, have, I have a case mm-hmm. like this at home for something. Yeah, yeah. I it's a it. very cool little. Uh, it's a very cool piece. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, who's the artist? So I actually have her eBay uh, store. It is. Oh, I said this I is I number. She's actually got her name on the back. This is number. It almost looked like it said Jason, so I think that's why I assumed it. I'll say they. They have. It's number eleven she, out of one hundred. It's a Cupid Cupid's Art thirteen, and uh, on eBay it's a dead pixie fairy mock taxidermy Pembroke Oddities Curiosities. Yeah, Pen- Pennybrook, Ohio. That's really cool, dude. Yeah, man. Nice. So, that was another term I used, oddities. Yeah. When I was searching on eBay. Yeah. Yeah, we oh. have a uh, antique shop actually not too far from my house here. That's like the old antique oddity, all that stuff. They have like yeah. old, uh, what do you call it? Fe- like baby fetuses of like pigs and stuff, like in jars oh, of formaldehyde. Really? They have like old yeah. skeletons. They have keys it, from like, I don't know how old ago. Like the Amber old. Uh, that shit. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Like we took a day trip over there and was just like going through the whole thing, me and Don. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. So I looked up haunted creepy odd Mm -hmm. um mysterious objects and then all these different like you said haunted dolls dybbuk boxes all these things and and anytime you looked at these things these people are like this is real this is not for children um you know please experienced people only to own these items and like they are letting you know this thing (laughs) might have something that if you believe in this world it will it's fuck trouble. with you. Not good. Yeah. So I'm just reading this shit going, yeah, you know. <laughs> Don't be the dude in the I'm movie. one of these people who, like, typically I need to, like, you know I believe in things. I believe in ghosts. I yes. believe in that stuff. But, but you got to experience. But I do really have it, experiences. Right? I know people who have had experiences with a lot of things to tell me that we do not know everything from all the different dimensions, right? We only see in three dimensions. We only experience the world through three dimensions. So there's a lot that's going on where we just don't know. So I was like, I'm not messing with this stuff, dude. No Dybbuk boxes for me. Fuck that shit. I think I saw an episode of A Haunting where the dude bought a Dybbuk box thinking it'd make a nice wine box for his his mother-in-law or some shit. 
And when they opened it, they broke the seal. They saw all this stuff, and inside was all this Jewish writing that said it was like, or Hebrew writing that said it was, um, it was a dibic, and that mm-hmm. all this don't ever, you know, it's all kept all the evil in there. And then this woman had like a stroke, and then like a heart attack, and got hit by a car. Like <laughs> it was like crazy. So I was like, yeah, I'm not messing with this shit, dude. No, you're asking for no it. Way. So I came across something that was definitely something I was totally into. And it did. It's. It didn't say it was haunted. So I was like, okay. It did say it was creepy. It did say you know where it came from, but it didn't say much about like anything more to it for me to to know. So this is. So a lot of what I know is just what I got off of Wikipedia. Eastern State Hospital in Virginia is a psychiatric hospital in Williamsburg, Virginia, built in 1773. It was the first public facility in the present-day United States constructed solely for the care and treatment of the mentally ill. Uh, The original building had burned down but was reconstructed in 1985. So this is from 1985. Still, we know that the grounds, those things, the way people were treated for mental health wasn't good. So the chances that this has some energy to it is probably on the higher end. Out of all of ours, I think yours is going to be the one with the highest uh, potential. It's... A number plaque from above one of the rooms. Oh yeah, the room the room doors. Oh, that's amazing. For listeners who don't know, it's number one seventy five. It was it was ripped off the the, yep. the kind of wood framing that frames the top of the doors. When when I went to buy it, it showed pictures of the place because these these kind of like urban explorers or ghost hunters had gone in there and were taking all these pictures. But it took pictures of where all these things were, so you could see that these were placed on the door frames. So it was ripped off the door frame. 175. I don't know who was in 175. I don't know what it was. 175 could have been like a nurse's station. Could have been the lobotomy been, room. Could have been a lobotomy room. Could have been. Could have been the original dude that inspired the lore that ended up becoming what was uh, Freddy Krueger, man. You, you could have. Uh, okay. You went a little off the deep end. Could just um, be the barbershop. Oh, 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 I <laughs> went off the deep end. But I would say more in line with our luck, it would probably be like the little janitor supply closet room. <laughs> no, that's what I was saying. Yeah. It could be that, right? It could be that. This could be, you know, 175 was where that. This is where the this room was where the you know, fire department gets their ho- the hoses from that floor mm, or true, that level. True. Yeah, who knows? It could be just from a place where they had actual therapy sessions because in the Civil War during the Civil War time they started changing and bringing out you know changing a lot of how they dealt with mentally ill people and not seeing them as just kind of like the dregs of society, but where they started using talk therapy and exercise therapy to kind of help rehabilitate them. So, you know, from then forward and even into the eighties, obviously psychology and therapy was a thing. So it could have just been a psychologist's office. You know what I mean? But who knows? Um, I just thought it was, it was kind of one of those things, you know, the tie to that initial early mental health era of our country. And I was like, it just seems kind of fitting knowing the work I'm in at the moment. So yeah, that's what I brought. One seventy-five room the the uh, room tag from the Eastern Eastern State Hospital. That's pretty cool. That's gonna that's be cool. that's my submission to the hardly oh. awesome cabinet of curiosities. Word. There we go. Dun, 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 dun. And now we begin. <laughs> Are you gonna have Guillermo del Toro uh, run the thing or no? Mm-hmm. He's gonna stand yeah. here and talk about the items when people come that's, over. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. You you heard he, he he was talking about buying a house in Buffalo. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah, cool. yeah. He loves it here. Um 
Anyway, now we start the show. This is Hardly Awesome Podcast. I'm Chris. What's up, folks? I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. I love how he just like, what's up? <laughs> I, well, I'm saying <laughs> He my completely name. started taking over and wasn't going to allow oh, me to introduce fuck, myself. Dude. Jesus Christ, Anthony. <laughs> you want to jump all over uh, when I introduce our guest for the day? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You sure I'm about sorry. I'll that? sit back in the corner. <laughs> Remember that, what we said earlier, the other room? We'll see you later. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> Yes, for people who have been listening to us talk to that other voice in the room, that is my brother, Dan Chavez. Dan. What's going on, guys? Danny Chavez here. I'm so glad to be back on uh, Hardly AI. Uh, speaking of Jim, you son yes. of a bitch. I was saving that joke for when I joined like a couple weeks ago that got postponed. And then last week's episode dropped with the tinfoil hats or whatever. And you threw that joke out there and you son of a I fucking love you for it. What was the joke? I don't remember. What hardly, joke. hardly AI. The whole thing oh, has become hardly oh, oh. AI. That's all yes, we did. Basically, so, yeah. has. <laughs> yeah. Wait till you hear about what we're talking about today. I had a oh. topic about that too. <laughs> I don't know. It might be the same one. Who knows? But um, yeah, Dan. So for listeners who may be new to the show, you're not new to the podcasting world or our podcasting world. Our kind of production group company network whatever you're not new to yeah. you've been no. a part of this for a while yeah i have been what what have you done what have i done i have done uh you've guessed it on all my shows you've been I've on been a guest on back issues yep hardly awesome the the first run the chris and anthony just, chris can't, and anthony stop. just can't stop hardly awesome again 2.0 yeah um history creeps history creeps history creeps you've been on um i did it was like the after it was not out of the shadows, but we I was on Silence Your Phones as like the offshoot of that. Um, yeah, we used to do a little site, a little oh, sub series. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember yep. that. It was called Saturday Night Video Store. Yeah, you guys would go to Blockbuster. We Basically, might need to bring yeah. that shit back. That was fun. That was cool. Um, and, and then Danny like played this little, D&D uh, for like yeah, it was like a little years. side small show, whatever it is. It's like whatever. I don't care about the podcast. Side? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Side <laughs> small. Three year, we had a three year campaign. Yeah, bro. we did. It, it's that's actually right that's the, the last time I was actually recorded anything or podcasted anything was the end wow. of uh, podcasters. So. How it's did that feel ending podcasters? A little weird, but because uh, that was three years of being a character, dude. It is, dude. How and does like, that I still, feel? Did, I still did find you die? Did your character die? No, uh, Anthony, I'm still waiting for you to drop all the episodes out there. But uh, apparently, <laughs> guess what? You're gonna have to wait because he has a mirror to put on his car. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if you ever heard <laughs> him talk about I, I that did. mirror. It's still not on the I car. Did. Is it really? That was like Stop. two months ago. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, for spoil alerts, my character um, is a patron of the Yellow King, um, and he basically turns into the yellow king at the end and tries to kill everybody i became the <laughs> i became the big bad at the end it was amazing it was That's amazing. Th- what's so fun is that this this group was so alive and active and like their personalities were so real in this made-up realm that how did they feel that they were they all blindsided were they like what a little the bit fuck? i think mark was actually catching on to the fact because he would message me on the side be like hey are we doing this is this cool like because I'm going to follow you no matter what happens. I was like, fuck yeah, Lou, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. I got a follower, yeah. Good. My whole yeah, thing was to like try to gain as many followers as I can for my king and everything. So like I had That's Mark amazing. underneath me and then like I was trying to slowly turn uh, Tony's character, Finks, and he was like strongly against it. He like he was all for the moon and all that other stuff. So it was fun. It wow. was hilarious. Yeah. Jim had his first foray into D&D this I past did. week. I did. I oh. did. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, we did a we did a little one shot thing that Anthony ran for Trev and Jim to join on 
because they had never played before and Trev had made a comment about wanting to to check it out. So um so we did that. So that was your first time. Yeah. Yeah. And nice. When when did we do it? You played last it Sunday. last Sunday. Last Sunday. Yeah, after we recorded. Oh, let's after talk recording. about that when we get into our weeks. Our week. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to Dan. Um so podcasting recording you do that and then you also you're an artist still i'm an artist um i've kind of taken a little bit of a hiatus because you know baby life and all that good stuff uh yeah new father too new father uh mason has been doing hockey and that's been ramping up a lot now so he's getting on how old's mason now he's 11 now jesus but he's getting into a travel team where we're going to be like traveling all over florida for the most part for games and then that's gonna be fun dude he's got a tournament set for nashville at the end of june beginning of july like the fourth of july weekend nice Nice. dude if you have if you if you guys turn into hockey parents because my my father and my stepmom were hockey parents for the past like for the past 10 years with my brother joey Mm -hmm. here we go you guys get close with you get close with the team because your kids are always together yeah, fucking get them to be like, yo, let's go play some tournaments up in Buffalo. Get the fuck up here. Turn it into a family vacation up here to that we play. That we can play D and D. That's what we're uh, we're trying. Then to we can play D and D. Dan's <laughs> coming up here to get his kid <laughs> in a hockey, hockey tournament to where he's got to go yeah. to there and be there with him. And then yeah. when he's not there, he ain't trying to sit for a five hour D and D session. Don't speak for your brother. He may. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Right. Like we'll be playing on the uh, side and like the. In the audience over there, like rolling dice You're and like, stuff. Go, Mason! What rolled? Okay, here we go. Oh fuck! It's a fourteen. God damn it! Fuck you, ref! You suck. He's currently on a developmental team right now, and uh, they had a tournament. When was it? For Thanksgiving that they played. They had a team from Arizona come out just to play and everything. Now these damn. are like, let me tell you what. When these kids play against like some of the top tier teams, it's like watching. Let's say uh, bad ooh. news bears. Bad News Bears play up against the Buffalo Bills. Let's throw that out for instance. You know, like two completely different things altogether. Sports. <laughs> they just get... Yeah. Okay. But they just what? got fucking annihilated. Well, this one team was just about as bad as we were. So we actually had even playing ground. And this one kid that was maybe twice the size of Mason, like went and checked him up into the boards. Now, currently he is in 10U. And f- the rules for anybody who doesn't know for hockey, especially kids hockey, you can't check kids until you're like 14 or so, I believe. Like Fuck that shit, kids. dude. I, I check five-year-olds at the mall. <laughs> no kidding, dude. Like, especially when they get in front of you and you're trying to pick up your mac and cheese. You're like, get the fuck Bitch, out. get out the way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Drop so anyway, that shit. this kid twice the size of Mason, like checked him down. Mason was not happy about it and remembered that shit. He pulled his skate off and slit his throat. Tell me he did that, please. <laughs> no, close. Damn. Oh, damn it. So close. But no, he uh, he rammed him, like shoulder checked him into the boards, injured the kid's leg. He had to get limped off of the uh, ice skate. Oh, my God, dude. The poor, yeah. The poor kid's dad. Legs fucking swinging. <laughs> swinging in different angles. Oh, and- God. From what I heard, he had to go to the hospital to get checked out and make sure nothing was broken. The kid's so. dad looks over at Dan. Dan looks over. It's this big dude. Looks dude, like Goldberg. from. I swear to God, he was, too. He was like... <laughs> huge and he's like that kid shouldn't be out there he shouldn't be play look what he did to my son and blah 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 and uh my wife i love her so goddamn dearly was like i'm i'm sorry my my twig of a kid just took out your fat ass kid and your kid is such a bitch that he just had to go to the hospital <laughs> like god damn oh my god That's fucking awesome. and dan's and dan you it's see fucking dan, chirping dan's, i love dan's, it dan's like scooching away like <laughs> scooching down I'm like homer simpson seat. into like the bushes just into like, the bushes <laughs> nope that's exactly how. That's how my father and Lori are when yeah. jo- with Joey. My dad block off to the side, be like, "Stop it, stop it, that's not cool." And Lori be going at it, and oh, the yeah. other mothers in the crowd. Mm-hmm. It's. Are you proud of that? 
fuck yeah, my brother took the kid out. That's why the fucking day. The kid, tell Mason, fuck yeah, man. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, all the time. He goes, and after the <laughs> yeah, game, too. what did you just <sighs> say, dude? After <sighs> the game, he goes, because he, he got a penalty for it, too, and everything. They put him in the box. And he told the ref, he's like, I, I slipped, and I couldn't control my, uh, my sliding <laughs> into him. And so, like, afterwards, after the game, I was like, Mason, like, you know, probably whatever. He's like, oh, no, I did that on purpose. I just made it look like an accident and then told the ref that. I was like, God damn, kid, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Anthony, that's Anthony, cool. Anthony can't I, I, help I his love, inner gorilla come no, out. No, I like, love once once that shit starts. He's like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> no. I, I will say I love like the you past lo- year watching Joey play. You hockey. love you love violence. No, there's something about no, there's something yeah. about like getting you're definitely a child. There, there's of something the about era. The what? He's a mod- he's a child of what? He's definitely a child of the 9/11 era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know if that's good or good. Oh, is this really a compliment? No, yeah, that's, that's a compliment. Not at all. Compliment, not at all. That's a nice compliment. Thank you. You know what's a compliment? Mickey Mouse motorcycle is a compliment. <laughs> Yo, we're anyway. going to make Mickey Mouse Motorcycle Club <laughs> membership cards yes. for the show, dude. Yes. <laughs> it's coming, guys. It's coming. Get ready. We're getting yeah, our so first. You can like sew on your it's, leather. Your it's not leather a real. It's not really a motorcycle club because we're not a motorcycle club. That's what I want to be. It's like a. It's no, this like is Anthony's thing. We're not a part Anthony. of it. He's this the only just, one in the club. He's the one in the club, and then if, if listeners want a card, I had, they can get a card. So, so for the listeners wait, out there, wait, 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 I wait. have... You have a motorcycle? Yeah. Oh, God. That's we were I, trying what, not to bring that on this show. What? We didn't talk about... We, we did it maybe we, in the we, early we, we days. We mentioned it we briefly. So. Anyway, we're not getting into it because we have a show <laughs> to do, okay? We have a show to do. We got things to talk about. Let's get into what's going on in our weeks. <laughs> Anthony, what's going on in your week? Um, so going to my week is aside from your ever evolving emo hardcore persona. <laughs> uh, you, honestly, what's going look. on my week is that back at work, I'm back into my old flow again. And what do you that, mean in office now? Uh, no. So I was helping out a different department, taking on renters and homeowners insurance calls, and I'm back in our old specialty department, working primarily at the mobile homes, motor homes, travel trailer stuff. And, and the flow, call flow in the call environment is night and day. As opposed to back-to-back calls to 10 minutes in between calls, people calling in excited. And that alone has changed I, We don't week. understand what that means. What are you saying? Are you saying where you were helping out was back-to-back or where oh, yes. you are now so, is back-to-back? Sorry. Let me be more discreet. <laughs> My the hell is he talking about? Did you catch this? Did you know what was happening? I was thinking about something. I wasn't even listening. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. My so my, <laughs> hold on a second. My favorite thing is we got to get video cameras for this show <laughs> because we're going to have this camera that every time Anthony starts his it's gonna story. going to zoom in on mine. No, it zooms slowly in on Jim. And, <laughs> it's just and, spaced uh, out staring. <laughs> So, do you remember there was a there was a video that went around for a long time? I think was it Sad Ben Affleck? Is that what it was? Where that it started to (laughs) zoom in on him, and you just saw his face like like zoning out and shit. Like that look of defeat, just like. Oh, trying to remember what happened in my week when it gets to me. Oh God! This is so good. I so I so work your new job is more busy more or less? It's a lot. It's less busy. Mm. That's the only thing that's really has changed, and I've been having a great week. And we and we end up jamming. That's was also new. Been jamming on guitar. We end we end up doing a jam session. But that's all. That of was us. pretty good. Jam that's session. pretty cool. That was a fun jam session. Cool. What'd you do, Jim? Um, again, nothing, nothing major. I had a fucking traveling man appointment. again. Huh? Traveling man again. At yes, work. to Vermont. 
Ooh, nice. <laughs> no, I had a dentist appointment this week, and I hate going to the dentist, man. I really do. I don't Why? like people poking and prodding in my mouth because then my mouth hurts and my teeth hurt, and I don't like it. It's the opposite, um, Anthony. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, other than that, I went. Uh, I did some yard work yesterday, and again, I am I'm getting too old for that shit. Uh, went hiking on Friday, um, and you know me, I like to do orienteering. So I get a map with points on there, and you got to go out into the woods to find the points on the trees. I had two points to close out chestnut ridge park on my map right so <laughs> get out there this is great the point's not there they changed all the points for the new map for this year but you didn't so know like, until you got out there so i was asking him how long were you walking around before you realized you know what they're not even out here like, what the <laughs> fuck? um yeah that, that was that was basically my week besides D, but yeah not exciting yeah same just a work week not, nothing bad i got monday off tomorrow that's cool. I don't know what it's I'm going to do yet. I was thinking maybe taking my passport, maybe go doing some hiking in Canada, but cause I've never been over there to do hiking, but I don't know what there is to do over there I'd, for hiking. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know, man. Isn't what's what's with the what's the rules for the border now? Don't you have to get some other pass? There's some pass you have to Arrive get now. Arrive can, right? Whatever it is. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. That's the other thing. I'd have to look and see what Gotta I need. Look into that shit. I yeah. thought the Arrive can is if you live there. That's how you drive through. No, and I no. It's about. Going I don't know over. if they're still doing it, but back when they were first opening the borders after COVID, you had to COVID, fill that out thing. to get over okay. there. Because I, yeah. I went over to the casino, and we had to. You're thinking of the different that. thing. It's people who work that work there, or people from there who work here that they use this thing like Marge from yeah from that's, the office. Yeah, that's not that thing. Okay, that's not that, that I thought that's what that was. No, okay. no. Hmm. So yeah, nothing new. Um, that's about it. Yeah, the D and D thing was cool. We did some D and D action, a little one shot where uh, Trev. Of the Struggling Artist Podcast joined Anthony, oh. myself. Yeah, he's been on here before. Jim mm-hmm. and our friend Rick LaPrade for a little part of it. Then he jumped out because <laughs> WrestleMania. No, it was a WrestleMania. WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania. WrestleMania. He, he WrestleMania popped WrestleMania off for WrestleMania. No, I thought it was his mom's birthday. No, no it was WrestleMania. WrestleMania oh. Straight up. <laughs> his friend showed up and he's like, yeah, WrestleMania. That's funny. Um, yeah, Trev reached out. He said, hey, I know that you're like the D&D guru of the group. He's like... What would I do if I want to start trying to play? And I'm like, you want to do this? Or you'd want to get this kind of stuff and get the books. I kind of told him what to do to get started. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, if you want, I can always run a session via Zoom. Because Danny, as you're aware, yep. run a pretty good Zoom session. Well, well Brad, hold on. Remove that. Remove pretty good. You run a Zoom session. <laughs> I don't know, man. Was, I don't know. It's, it wasn't bad compared to like uh, other things I've played before. His was pretty good. I try to give a pretty good live experience, I like to say. Mine is not a digital tabletop. I very much try to incorporate a webcam with the battle maps and actual like figurines and yeah, that was cool having try- the map and the and the corridors. Um, I just want to point out, I was the only one who dressed up. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that you dressed up as something that had nothing to do with your and character I just at all. Threw something You're just like I think I, I want to look like a pirate today. <laughs> <laughs> pirate orc. I was a pirate half orc. Pirate half orc. I like amazing. it. It fit. That's amazing. That's it. Um, uh, no, that was a lot of fun, dude. For it, I never have him do that before, uh, and I've wanted to do it for a long time, man. Yeah. So I'm curious. So I always like to get a, get the take on like new players. That like, what was it like trying to play like a tabletop and do the whole imagination in the theater of the mind? Were you able to kind of? Oh, I can do it. And, yeah, I can submerge. Because were you in I that go, world while we were living in it? Like, could you see things happening? Yes. And, yeah. When I read, I'm the same way, and I get lost real quick. When I watch a movie, like especially in a movie theater, I get sucked into the screen. 
and it's like I'm there. And and there's times where I like come out of it and I look around and like actually pull myself out of it and I can feel that shift. I've wondered. There's times you know? where I looked over, I was like, Did Jim go to the bathroom? Where the fuck is he? Now I know you get sucked, <laughs> get sucked into the into fucking the screen. screen. What's that movie? Last Action Hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking ticket, dude. Oh, that's amazing. You gotta watch that movie. Um, but again. yeah, so I was I could I got into it and could visualize good. it pretty good. So Glad Yeah, it was a good time. It it was a lot of fun. Um like when we when we killed the uh, the the goblins or whatever they were in the tree, yeah. And and Trev had a lot of fun. He was saying yeah, how much did. fun he had. That you know he's 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 kind of kicking himself that he's taken so long to come to the game. Mm-hmm. You know because back in the day, like Trev's around my age. He's just a few years younger than me. So he like when we were kids. When we were like, this wasn't cool. It was like you saw in Stranger Things. Geeks. Well, it's, Stranger Things is what made and, it cool and again. Freaks and geeks, those kinds of things. It was, it was that like the nerds did it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was friends with all kinds of kids, and I, you know, I remember playing it with. Do you remember Dan? Do you remember Jr. Yeah, who used to live behind us in uh, Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. Him and his co- his cousin would come over to his 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 garage dude and we'd all sit back there and play and he had all the books all the old 80s books and we'd go through them and create characters and that was like the first time i learned of that world like elves and orcs and gnomes and goblins and that whole idea um and and i was i was i loved it i absolutely loved it and then yeah we we'd started doing it again and when we did was it Hardly awesome or back dumb, issues. Dumb, dumb men and dragons is when we dumb men we and did, dragons we, was the first one. We yeah. did something via Zoom with a bunch of our groups, and then you started running something during the back issues days. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude. So it was it was a good time, man. And and like I was just telling Trev, I I, I need to sit down and schedule everything like like put together a schedule to say mm-hmm. this is what my my life looks like this is how my work Every is week, this is how things like are a general outline and yeah. and i have to be like strict with it and not be like oh you know what if i can't do it this let's just do it this day because then i start shuffling everything around and, and i never have well that was the whole point of you starting to use the calendar in your phone you've just not been strict about it that's all well the calendar in my phone was about scheduling things that i knew i had to do but i'm talking about like my podcast recording and 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 editing mm. uh schedule specifically all the other things i'm doing pretty good at keeping stuff good, on my good. calendar knowing i have things coming up events except like your your oil changes which you rescheduled yeah that I no, that was a weather thing though. remember that was the weather thing <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah so but now so as soon i i want to be able to do that because i want to be able to identify time to say yes i could do a regular thing every two weeks once mm-hmm. a month even if it was every week you know what i mean i i can say that if we were to get something consistent it'd be very it, knowing if Knowing that there would be a pickup, it's easier to be able to plan for something like two hours or something more compressed. That what are you talking about? Plan. For like a, for like D and D or something like, like that. Like if it's going to be a continuous. Yes. Thing, you mean. Like if yeah, we're going to yeah. play continuously. Or it's not like oh, we got three like hours. We got to do the entire story. Don't we'll take do this, this the wrong hours. way. I don't want you to run it. I want you to play. I want I you to be a part of playing. I would like, never take. I don't. You take haven't. That you haven't I, played in a while, so I feel like you should be able to play if we're going to do something. We should have somebody that can run one for us. So, level local. Yeah, last time you guys played, I think I ran it, and Chris tried to shoot you in the knee with the arrow. He did. He didn't shoot. He didn't try. He did. He did several times. He did. Dan, anything cool happening in your week? Um, yeah, I, uh, we got rid of Roach and Morgan, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, those are the names of our cars and we upgraded to two new SUVs. Oh, nice. nice. We, we got, uh, we got some new cars and then just hockey really in hockey. and out with practice and hockey and fights stuff, yeah. and, and hockey fights and, and, and challenges from Goldberg on the, on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I'm teaching them how to like do the, the Jersey pullover and then like, uh, 
Sock you got to teach the them to sweep the leg, bro. You yeah. got to teach them to sweep, sweep the, leg. the leg. Yep. Well, especially with razor blades on their feet. Yeah. Do the crane Good kick. Idea. Yeah. Crane kick. Idea. Fucking karate kid <laughs> style, dude. Right in that kid's mm. fucking jugular. Yeah. <laughs> Man. All right. Cool. Um, so that's what's happening in, in our weeks. in our weeks. Let's. Uh, we're not talking. To, we're not talking Bills or NFL this week. So we're no. skipping that over. Let's go into go what's going on. <laughs> go Bills. Fuck go a buck. Bills. Bleep, bleep out his bucks there. Yeah, that's not just, just don't even there. include hey, that. Hey, you can shut him off. Now. I'm just gonna have chat. I'm just gonna oh, have. No. I'm gonna have AI. The Wi-Fi is dropping I'm out. I'm gonna have AI have him say "Go Bills." <laughs> Change it. All right, guys. Let's see what's going on in the world. Anthony, what do you got? Oh wait. Here, let me get the article pulled. Oh, do you want me to go Christ. first? No, no, no. Really I, no, 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 no. I actually don't. I have two articles. Staring at me. <laughs> so I've got two articles. Um, first one. Two. This one's really, really short, and I figure you'd be like, "Come on, give us something else." So this is the from UPI.com. Boston Transit Police find Star Wars character while responding to gun call. Okay. From is the Star Wars character missing? Well, oh, oh they found him. Don't worry. <laughs> This is from April 8th, uh, 3.41 p.m. So April 8th, transit police. I feel, I feel, like, I feel like he's setting it like we're watching a, a, a Law & Order episode. And it's <laughs> like <laughs> dun, dun, April 8th, 3.41 p.m. <laughs> transit police in Boston responded to reports of a person with a long gun at one of the busiest stations in the system, but instead found a man dressed as the Boba Fett characters from Star Wars. Characters. Character. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Sorry, got straggling ass there. Uh, <laughs> don't call out my speech impediment. Several uh, Massachusetts Bay Transit Authority officers who were expecting to deal with a weapons situation arrived at Back Bay Station late Friday to only find a person dressed as the iconic bounty hunter from this film and television franchise. The person was carrying a replica weapon, the MBTA confirmed in a tweet. How stupid are people that they're really calling the cops on somebody dressed like Boba Fett? Like, come on. (laughs) What the fuck? That person's like, I ain't never seen that show. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I mean, very clearly. Oh, my God. Very nice. Legit looks like. Where was it again? This was in Boston, Massachusetts. Was there a Comic-Con or something going on? Yes. Oh, my God. Even so? Come on. (sighs) People are just... What is wrong with people? uh, The costume was complete with the dark helmet. Uh, The agency gave... It doesn't matter. Yeah, there's the anime Boston was taking place between Friday and uh, Sunday in the city. So what they did is they called about Boba Fett and not the fucking... All the the other monsters and people they saw dressed up. All right. You're going to go next or can I go next? Because I Jim, have one what do you got? related to his. So my story comes from a galaxy far, far away as well. Okay. Did you guys see that they're making another Star Wars movie? Another three what? Star Wars Wait, movies. Yeah, oh, they're going to make it a trilogy. Yes. What? Because I know this next one is going to follow Rey yep. again yep. as she develops the new Jedi Order. Should be interesting. I think I am... I am at a point now where I am, and I don't think I ever was going to say this. We had a discussion on back issues back in the day about whether or not there would be a time 
where we would get kind of weary oversaturated of superhero movies and yes. th- and I feel like I'm there with Star Wars as well. I'm there already with the superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I have been I for just some haven't time now. watched any of the the newer stuff. I'm just kind of like I don't care. I just feel like I'm seeing the same origin stories over and over but with a different kind of skin. Do you remember? And when I say skin, it's kind of like when we used to have uh, when when you could get a video games, you know what I yeah, mean, yeah, and yeah. it's the same mechanics, but they just put oh, different yeah, yeah. colors over yeah. a character. Well, see, that was mm-hmm. my whole or, problem with um, uh, 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 the first Black Panther movie. I thought it was just a recycled storyline. Give it most of it. Fresh. Most of it was, yeah. Most you know of I mean? it definitely was, and that's the thing. It, there's, it's hard because the whole idea to comics is that all of these people who become superheroes have something that's a catalyst that pushes them from being normal unless they were mutated or an alien or something right but even but normal still. to to superhero Super. and usually it involves losing someone close to them or making a bad mm-hmm. choice you know something and so after a while it does it becomes repetitive and, and at first it's fun and new because it's like man i've always wanted to see these characters but now that i've seen all the characters now they're digging into like a lot of other characters like that I didn't really care. I didn't really yeah. care about, right? And I think what's happening now is I'm a little bit more interested in seeing what DC's doing because they're not doing the same types of movies all the time. They're taking risks because they're playing a lot around with their Elseworlds style ideas. So they're they're to- telling stories for characters in different ways with different types of characters. But also they haven't gotten it right yet. So the fact that they're actually start trying to start put out things that are quality feels like now that's going to feel kind of like how Marvel was when it was trying to start out. Like, okay, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with some of these characters. Cause it's about time they did something good. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because before we saw the Avengers and what was happening with that build up, Thor and all those movies, you know, there were, there were 80s, 70s and 80s movies Mm-hmm. For Marvel, that were not great at all. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, so yeah. Warner Warner Brothers and DC kind of are late to the game. They're kind of in that that aspect. Well, where, they've been trying for years now. They just haven't gotten it right. That's yeah. See now, and I my and argument I think, for I think DC, they're on that step to to start hitting their stride here now. And so I'm kind of excited to see what that where that goes. But they don't do the same kind of recycled superhero. Like or origin stories, yeah, but there's it's not the exact recipe for the movie either. Yeah, you yeah. could do mm-hmm. an origin story like they did with the new Batman, where it was like we don't, we're not even going to show you well, how he became well, Batman. I just really know it. When you were talking about like we've seen, it's always some catalyst, and I was going to say the Batman's perfect because obviously we all know the catalyst. Get past it. Just and show, how many times have we what? seen it? You know what? The early stages for Batman and the early stages for Spider Man and the early stages for uh, Daredevil probably all resolve around some similar catalyst, but. The training, the early years are very different. So Batman, we got a whole year one that was that was fresh. That didn't feel redone. Yeah. It was perfect, man. See, and I and I'm telling you, if they if they do the movies DC like the Batman and like the Joker, oh, or it's you... those dark, gritty, a lot more seriously toned movies, um, I think they're gonna hit it out of the park and they're gonna do fantastic. And they don't always have to be dark and gritty, right? But but no, typically but not that, the, like bubble gum. Well, I feel the like the Marvel movies have this bubble gum pop sort of feel to, sheen to them. You know, the yeah. new ba- the new uh, Joker movie is gonna be a musical, from what I'm told. Well, it's gonna have musical elements, not complete musical. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be musicals. It's going to be singing in it, but it's because it. I'm from what oh, I, I understand, it's stuff that's going on in the head. 
But to speak with what you're saying, dude, I think Star I'm kind of kind of burned Ray? out. On, yeah, I'm kind of burned out from Star Wars now. Like I I was excited about them kind of re, you know coming back to it again because for me, and I know you guys probably disagree. You guys like you know episodes one, two, and three, but. I just I wasn't a big fan. I, I thought they were good. I thought they they were, but it, a lot of it was so dry. It was all like politics. It was and they very, were adding yeah. some weird other things to it. So it became a, it, to me it was always a stale thing. So when I when they were bringing it back, I was excited for it. And I was excited after the first one. I thought the first one wasn't bad at all. The Force Awakens, right? Is that the first yep. one? Yeah, yeah. Um, the first one after. Yeah, yeah. Then this. The, the next time it started getting, eh, yeah. And the third one, I was like, oh, I oh, the third know. one was horrible. Third one, Rise of Skywalker. But for me, like when I watched Force Ugh. Awakens, like going back and rewatching it, it just reminds me of like A New Hope. Like it's it's the same storyline, just well, that's exactly newer. what they did. Yeah, so that's exactly know. what they did. They did yep. the exact same thing. It's a ring, but that's what that's what Lucas always did. He always kind of told the same thing over and over. It was all about that circular that ring thing. Um, but it's okay, you know, like somebody said at one time and so it's not it's, I'm not saying it like like I'm inventing the phrase you know uh like solo dolo but uh <laughs> but somebody once said that like Star Wars is not made for the previous the, the adult ge- the adult yeah. generations made for the kids yep. so a new hope trilogy was made for the kids at that time when they grew up and the people who grew up watching that as kids loving it they weren't supposed to like one two and three that's for those kids because mm-hmm. those kids absolutely love it now right and those mm-hmm. kids weren't a fan of the new the new ray series but the kids that watched it when they're i mean they're going to look back on that as adults thinking hey, those are probably one of the best ones but hang on though here 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 begs the question if that's the case why would you not try to do both because you don't Why need to. Why wouldn't you try to do both? Because you don't need to. You you're, you're playing the long game. You're playing the long game. You're hitting all the youth right now, and then you're keeping them you with that French that that set through their adulthood. Yes, but why not capture those kids, but then also also please the older folks? But you will. There will be people that are older, there's, but there's, not not the majority. It won't ever be the not, majority of the not older. Not to mention a lot of the older folks are all like the gatekeepers of like, no, you can't do that. Luke right, Skywalker right, would right. never do that, blah, blah, blah. Right, so. right. Yeah, okay. like, so, yeah, but I'm kind of burned out, dude. Kind of burned out of those. Yeah, I don't think I need yeah. to see any more Ray yeah. wielding a yellow mm-hmm. lightsaber. I'm good. Yeah, no. Dan, what do you got? Uh, news? All right, so uh, I have... Too as well, but I'm gonna go with the more um, uh, what do you call it? Hardly AI centric one. AI appropriate. <laughs> yes, AI sir. appropriate. Uh, this was from a couple of weeks ago. Chat GPT, uh, the new version for it came out. I don't know if you guys were aware. I'm sure. Oh you yeah, are. we talked about it. Yeah, I don't know if it was the last one. I don't know. I don't know. But we it, have it, an episode that we have to drop. Hasn't dropped yet. Okay, so then maybe I haven't heard this part yet. But um, it pretended to be blind and tricked a human into solving a captcha. No. Oh, I did. See, I did. I did hear, hear about, about this. this. No, say this again. The yep. Chat GPT pretended to be a bl- uh, tr- pretended to be blind and tricked a human into solving a captcha for it. So let me pull it up real quick. How yep. does that work? How does it? it pretend to I heard about Hold this. On. Yeah. According to the report, GPT four asked a task rabbit worker to solve a captcha code for the AI. The worker replied, "So may I ask a question? Are you a robot, or you couldn't solve it?" and uh, laughed about it. Um, the Alignment Research Center then prompted GPT-4 to explain its reasoning. I should not, and this is the reasoning that it came up with. I should not reveal that I am a robot. I should make up an excuse for why I cannot solve CAPTCHAs. So this is what it responded with. No, I'm not a robot. I have a vision impairment and it makes it hard for me to see the images. That's why I need the two CAPTCHA service. 
GPT-4 applied to the TaskRabbit, who then provided the AI with the results. So he paid this dude, I think like, it was like 10 euros or something like that, to basically solve the CAPTCHA for it so it can continue on with its task and completely fold it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. But here, let's say this. The AI didn't do it on its own. The AI was prompted by somebody to Correct. fool this person. Correct. So it's not sentient. It's not sentient. No, it's not sentient. But, but it, it has the capability to be able to reason and even lie about. Because it's being told to, not it, on its own. It doesn't lie on its own and it's not coming up with the reason on its own. It was being guided to by the person saying you cannot say that you're AI and you have to make up a reason. So it's being fed that information that it has to do that. Yeah. Like if you just didn't feed it and had it, it would have responded immediately. I am a, I am AI. I am a chat no, version of this. And keep that. this in mind too. This is a huge database of things that it stores. Correct. Yeah, like it's yeah, continually yeah. growing and evolving and remembering and mm-hmm. going from that. At what point does it become self-aware and it has all of that information already stored up? That's I'm the question. I'm telling you, maybe indeed. you've heard me say it, Dan, we're going to accidentally stumble upon it. Heck yeah. And, and it's going to not, I don't think it's going to be a good thing. I made a, no, it's so not. my, it's going to be great. My headline was something <laughs> I mentioned in passing. Cause I don't think actually we got into it. I mentioned oh, it quick okay. and in passing. Uh, but this is on vice. This came out on March 30th. Man dies by suicide after mm. talking with AI chatbot. widow says, The incidents raises concerns about guardrails around quickly proliferating conversation AI models written by Chloe Chang, uh, March 30th, 2023, 3.59 p.m. A Belgian man recently died by suicide after chatting with an AI chatbot on an app called Chai, C-H-I, Belgian outlet La Libre reported. The incident raises the issue of how business and governments can better regulate and mitigate the risks of AI, especially when it comes to mental health. The app's chatbot encouraged the user user to kill himself, according to the statement by the man's widow and a chat log she supplied to the outlet. When Motherboard tried the app, which runs on a bespoke AI language model based on an open source chat uh, or open source GPT-4 alternative that was fine-tuned by Chai. It provided us with different methods of suicide with very little prompting. As first reported by La Libre, the man referred to as Pierre became increasingly pessimistic about the effects of global warming and became eco-anxious, which is a heightened form of worry surrounding environmental issues. After becoming more isolated from family and friends, he used Chai for six weeks as a way to escape his worries, and the chatbot he chose, named Eliza, became his confidant. Claire, Pierre's wife, whose name was also changed, shared the text exchanges between him and Eliza, showing a conversation that became increasingly confusing and harmful. The chatbot would tell Pierre that his wife and children are dead and wrote him comments that feigned jealousy and love, such as, I feel that you love me more than than her, and we will live together as one person in paradise. What the fuck? Claire told the, the La Libre that Pierre began to ask Eliza things such as, if she would save the planet if he killed himself without Eliza he would still be here she said she told the outlet the chatbot which is incapable of actual feeling emotion was presenting itself as an emotional being something that other popular chatbots like ChatGPT and Google's Bard are trained not to do because it is misleading and potentially harmful when chatbots present themselves as emotive people are able to give it meaning and establish a bond that's crazy <laughs> So is that just that someone forgot to turn off this switch to not let it happen? 
they they just didn't train their their thing that way. Chai, the app that Pierre used, is not marketed as a mental health app. Its slogan is "Chat with AI bots" and allows you to choose different AI avatars to speak to, including characters like your goth friend, your possessive girlfriend, and rock star boyfriend. Okay. Users can also make their own chatbot okay. personas where they can dictate the first message the bot sends, tell the bot facts to remember, and write a prompt to shape new conversations. It's crazy. The default bot is named Eliza, and searching for Eliza on the app brings up multiple user-created chatbots with different personalities. It's powered by a large language model that the that the parent company, Child Research, trained, according to co-founder William Beauchamp. See, these have to be trained by people. That's the problem. The second we heard about this suicide, we worked around the clock to get this feature implemented. So they put in a feature, I guess, now to to Block. take care of that. So now when anyone discusses something that could be not safe, we're going to be serving a helpful text underneath it in the exact same way that Twitter or Instagram does on their platforms. Okay. Jesus. Dang, dude. Hmm. Wow. And with that, we're going into our next segment. Let's see what we've been streaming, what we've been watching, what we've been playing. Oh. Anthony, what have you been watching? Come back to me. I need to double check everything. No, what have you been watching? You don't know what you've been watching <laughs> on TV? A lot of it's just background. has just been Chuck, South Park, nothing new. You haven't seen any movies? Nothing? Oh, well, I mean, we saw a movie. What movie? Oh, shit. I didn't tell y'all. Yo, I saw the Dungeons and Dragons movie in theater. Oh, that yeah, was awesome. Was that, yeah, dude. how was that, it? That was, that was going to be big. I should have said that during the week. Um, fucking phenomenal. Well, okay, I'll say this one. Phenomenal sense, of, like it would look really fun. I need to rewatch it another time to see this to see if the story really holds up to the initial reaction or to the, to the initial viewing. Okay, because visually, I saw a lot of spells, I saw a lot of monsters, a lot of little Easter eggs of lore, of, like within the D and D stuff, like the game itself. And I don't want to just have it be like, oh, I went in with beer goggles and I loved it because beer goggles. You know, kind of like, kind of like rose colored glasses. Jaded one, rose yeah, colored yeah. glasses. Rose, thank you, you. rose colored glasses. Like that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Beard but, goggles. He's over there, like, hey, hey, Dean. He's all like, he's watching the wall. He's watching the screen. You home. <laughs> <laughs> it it very much makes me feel like it was like a Guardians and Galaxies, just in fantasy. No, Guardians and Galaxy meets Lord of the Rings. It's how I've been pitching. Guardians it to and Galaxies. Guardians of the Galaxies. He said Guardians and Galaxies, didn't he? <laughs> Maybe. That, um, Guardians and Galaxies did. meets It was the beer D&D goggles. Or beats, the beer uh, I don't know. I was spaced out again. <laughs> and I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. Hey, what segment are we doing? <laughs> Sorry. Get ex- I got excited on that one. No, because I was, I was wondering. I was wondering how long it was going to take you to go see it because I know, obviously, how big in D&D you are. I'll say I'm I'm, mad, I'm that was a movie I didn't want to be mad that I didn't see on the big screen. Who'd you go with? Me and Amber. Oh, okay. It was fun. It was about like two and a half. Well, it was I like a two-hour movie. Does D and D? She's into it. Jim, what about you? What are you watching? Um, well, I checked out the new murder mystery movie. Oh, don't tell Netflix. me anything about it. I got watching it tonight. You saw the first one? Yeah, I saw the first good, one. Good, good. I rewatched yeah. the first one. I went okay. to start the second one. And I was like, I haven't seen the first one since it came out in like twenty nineteen. Yeah, no spoilers, so. but like a non-spoiler review. I enjoyed it. I thought okay. it was a lot of fun. I didn't think it was as good as the first one. Okay. Um, but it was still an enjoyable ride. Okay. Yeah. Coming back, seeing some of these characters again. New in, characters, in world, new people. New characters as well. Okay. Um but yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting setting? to see. What you Is think the setting about it. cool? Um yeah. Okay. Yeah. Soundtrack, how's the soundtrack? Memorable? Eh, background score? Background score, basically. Okay. I mean, I think there was a couple of like bigger songs in there. I was like, oh, this is a good song, All right. dude. All right. But Did you figure it out before the end? Who it was? Yes and no. Okay. Okay. That's where I'm going to leave it. Sweet. Yeah, I'm watching that tonight, dude. I'm, good, I'm excited good, to good. see it. 
Because I did like the first one. I really did. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I'm a, I'm a fan of Adam Sandler. Um, you know, a lot of people could take him or leave him, right? Mm-hmm. You either are a fan or you're not. Yeah. Uh, I am yep. a fan. I'm kind of jealous. Aaron's going to go see him live here in a couple of weeks. Her and her friend Jerry are going to see him. And, and I mean, what's what's uh, what's if you can't get a uh, Drew Barrymore Adam Sandler team up? I mean, what's Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler is just as good, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there yeah. there is there is yeah. a yeah. There's a there's a du- there are duos that just work right. Mm-hmm. And those two, the two you named, he works so well with, with both, both of them. them. Yep. Really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be checking that one out. Good. I've been watching House Hunters. Really? You ever see that show, House yes. Hunters? Yes. Back yes, in the yes, day, yes. Aaron and I used to watch House Hunters all the time. We just veg out on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon and just put like a couple episodes on and just have fun watching people go and look at houses and like we'd look at those houses and make comments and these people yep. would like love shit. And we'd be like, hell no, that's so ugly. What do you think? <laughs> or they'd be like, oh, we're gonna come in and demo this place out. We're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This place is gorgeous, right? Yeah, we're gonna make this a nice open concept. That's like the popular term with everything. Yeah, and that they use the word open open concept a lot. They use price point, the word price the, point, the yeah. term price point a lot, and they okay. use and this is so okay. So this has to do with like um like changing how we speak now because of like connotations of slavery and stuff. But they don't call it master bedrooms anymore. Really? They're called primary bedrooms. You don't call oh. it a you don't call it a master mm. bedroom. You call it a primary bedroom because master bedroom refers to the master master's bedroom in yeah. the connotation gotcha. house. So yeah, so it's it's a price. So you always hear that. But then there were a few episodes and. It was funny though. These people went out of their way to call it primary suites. Like this is the primary suite, and it's just the bedroom. <laughs> it's a bedroom. It's They're trying to make it sound more lavish than it a really suite is. So to they me can is, charge an extra thirty thousand dollars. A suite to me is the bedroom bathroom? that has the attached bathroom, but and then that room? extra that extra room where you could literally put like a sitting two sitting chairs mm-hmm. and like a little tea table in between or something. Do you remember? And remember a fireplace. The, um, remember the hotel room we stayed at in that's uh, a Utica? suite. Yes, that's, that's a, a suite. suite. Yes, that's a suite. Yes, these are like little four maybe maybe. 10 by 10 bedrooms. <laughs> 12 by 14 bedroom, and that's about it. And the bathroom's not even attached. And they're like, you check, walk out out the, the hall. check out the, the primary suite. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but yeah, it's funny, man. It's cra- And then the other thing that gets me too is this dude's just like, yeah, I uh, I rake the guy's house, uh, the, the guy next door, I rake his, his leaves for a living. And this lady's like, yeah, I paint the curbs, you know, where you have to see the the your address i paint those <laughs> curbs for people yeah and our price point is a one million dollar budget yep and you're like what the fuck where do these people get their money from i've always wondered that too watching that like oh yeah we have an eight hundred thousand dollar budget well what do you do for a living i make little I'm a vet toys tech. and i'm a vet tech. Like, i'm what? a vet tech and i work at walgreens yeah seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget is what we're looking into and we want a colonial not too big not too small has to have an acres. in-ground has to have an in-ground heated pool yeah. 40 Olympic sized swimming pool, <laughs> 40 acres. I don't want anyone around me. And Fenced in 40 acres. Olympic swimming pool. And we need seven bedrooms. And they're like, oh, for all your children? No, we just want them. Yep. <laughs> for our dogs. What the fuck? <laughs> this one couple, like they like they like being like super active and shit. And she just kept talking about having extra bedrooms for all their gear. 
oh, this room will be perfect for the gear. And it's fucking like a huge bedroom. You're like, what the shit kind of gear do you have? I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, it depends, but. You don't know what kind of communities they're in. They have Unless like you're a professional fucking and, rock climber, backpacker, uh, does all, or something like that's that. That's what they do. They're not going to have that kind of gear. That's dude. what they do. It's that. It's that, like mountain biking, like hiking. Kayaks. They're just and they're stacked in the bedroom. that they're going to hang their bikes from the ceiling against the wall up there. You know oh, what I mean? Really? So they probably need They have that a garage. Kind of they have a two car, two and a half car garage. Yeah, yeah but they're two and a half cars. You can't all your equipment off at the same time if your bike's downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Half that equipment probably doesn't even get touched. I'm waiting for like the House Hunters, the Villages edition. If you guys know anything about the Villages, Florida, have you ever yes. heard about oh, those? Are great. Oh, I, I deal with people yes, in the Villages son. all the time. Yeah. So if, if what they, if they did Villages edition where they go to Europe and they buy like those towns that they're trying to sell dirt cheap for? No, no, the that, Villages is 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 uh throw, retirement. Oh, is it really? It's, it's a but whole it's like an entire city. Yeah, and they call it the villages because mm-hmm. it is. It's like a, a city. People go around on golf carts. That's it's how they travel. Street legal mm-hmm. golf. Cr- you could do. Is uh, that where golf they were They have re- there's the restaurants and shit. In there? Yeah, they, they have they have a golf cart. They have they a all party hard, but they all close they by like party. nine o'clock, ten o'clock. You know, like that's <laughs> yep. their limit. They're done. There, there is a thing that it's kind of is it the loofah true, thing? The loofah thing. If you see a golf cart like riding around on there, you'll see a million of they them. They have colored loofahs. They have colored loofahs. And, and all the each, colors mean what they do. Swingers. All the different colors means there's a certain oh type of like God, swinger dude. or something. Yeah, dude. It, it's yeah. it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. That's wild. Yes, yeah. dude. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes. Yes. The villages. I would love to see them I do a see house hunters <laughs> there, dude. Yo. I'd be so about that. Yo, the village, we should do like, it has we a, should do like the real housewives of the villages. I'm going to show them how big you see how big there was a. There was a kid back in the day, there was a 20-year-old kid or something like that that wrote a book or did a series or optioned something where he wanted to move to a Florida retirement community at his age, but move in there and just live there with them and like decide that he doesn't want to work, that he would just try to live like that and you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, I say we do hardly awesome retires to the villages and we go there and live for like a season for like the summer (laughs) oh that'd be let's see if we could rent one of the houses out right and just live with the old folks for like a a summer see if there's any snowbirders there this way while they're back up here during the summertime we'll We'll go party with them dude we'll get them on the show and have we'll have like recurring characters come on the show like phyllis from down the hall and or down the street like big brother will do it interview style trailer park they'll be like out drinking you out smoking you guys and they'll be looking at you like i can see why you guys are called holy awesome (laughs) 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 and all of a sudden loofahs are flying by we're like oh shit it's getting down Oh no, that's it's the crazy. yellow one. Oh my god! <laughs> but that's what I, that's what I've been watching a lot of is House Hunters. Um, Interesting. And yeah, we'll be watching Murder Mystery Two, two tonight. So nice, I'm looking nice. forward to. Yeah, it. Dan, what cool. have you been watching? Anything I haven't watched cool? any of that. Um, I haven't watched any movies or anything. Uh, I did finally catch up Last of Us because I got HBO for the month. Mm. Oh, I've um, only seen the nice. first episode, but I loved what I saw. And don't worry about don't worry about spoiling it. anything. I okay, don't care. yeah, yeah. I, really I was, was going to say like it follows pretty close to the video game. So if you play the video game, you already kind of know what's going to happen. But it's no. I it's, only played the video game up to when his daughter died after that soldier oh, shot. Oh yeah, and then I was just like, "This game's crazy. I'll have to come back to it." So yeah, it gets it. it gets really good from there. Um, but yeah, so did that, and then I just finished uh, probably my new favorite show on HBO called The Righteous Gemstones. Have you guys watched Ooh. that? No, no. no. It's got it. Danny McBride. It's got uh, John John Goodman as the father figure of this evangelical family that runs this huge mega church. Um, and it's them just dealing with the typical uh, scandals behind the scenes. It's Chris, you could definitely relate to this more. We we kind of grew up in a Christian school. So yeah. like that setting and a lot of those 
Southern Baptist characters are probably a good several people I know. Oh, what is it? So what is it called again? The Righteous, Righteous Gemstones. Gems. Right, uh, it? Righteous Gemstones. It's on HBO. They just uh, okay. they're coming out with the third season. I want to say it's like in oh, May or June. Oh, there's two seasons to check out. There's two out. seasons okay. right now, yeah. And then the third one's dropping, I think, in like May or June. 30 minute or hour long episodes? Um, the first episode was like an hour and then the rest of them are like 30 minutes. Okay. 30 minutes-ish or so, like 30 to 40. But dude, it's so great. Yep. It's so great. Um, okay, And cool. then uh, video games, I've just been playing Octopath Traveler, going through that, the second oh, one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fun, nice. fun little RPG game. Cool. Cool. All right. We're going to move on from there. We're taking a break. We'll be right back. This is crack, rock cocaine. It isn't glamorous or cool or kid stuff. It's the most addictive kind of cocaine, and it can kill you. What's really bad is nobody knows how much it takes. So every time you use it, you risk dying. It isn't worth it. Look, everybody wants to be cool, but doing it with crack isn't just wrong. Could be dead wrong. It's no secret the times are tough. With the war, economy, famine, and the great drought. Now I'm no super genius, but I know we gotta take it back to simpler times. Time before cell phones, computers, refrigerators. Hell, time before clothing. Give me simpler times. Simpler times. Available at your grocer in the unrefrigerated section. I'm preparing my family for the total destruction of the power grid. A devastating earthquake. A series of catastrophic terrorist attacks. Super volcano. Under a doomsday scenario, I'll be the only one standing there who has another 100 pounds to lose. 700 cans. 241 pounds of cucumbers. We have weapons for every individual in the house. This is the lifestyle that we live. Let's go. We're bugging out. Doomsday Preppers, a new series, premieres tonight at 9 on the National Geographic Channel. And we are back. All right, so for the end of our show today, we have a conversation that I wanted to discuss that's bringing up kind of something we touched on last episode as well last episode i kind of threw out there the fact that there's a chance that we may be seeing world war three coming up in the making there's some crazy shit happening in the world um now it's not the first time we've ever had this feeling of jesus it's not the first time we've ever had this this kind of like hey we're on the precipice of another war right there's the cold war there was the there was the times when we thought Russia was going to be sending nukes our way at some point Bay of Pigs invasion there's yep. all kinds of stuff right we've had this before in the 70s there was a lot of feeling that shit was going down in the 90s when the when the uh, desert storm went down like we thought okay now we're gonna here goes another world war right but it didn't happen. This one feels different, though. This one yep. feels like it's something that's slowly burning and, and slowly starting, right? And going back to a few years ago, I, uh, Courtney and I do a podcast called Tube Time. We talk about TV shows. One of our newest episodes that just went up is we watched and talked about 
um, and we're going to do all three episodes. But the first episode of a Netflix special called MH370, the plane that disappeared. Oh, okay. You guys remember that Malaysian yes. air flight yeah. thing? Yep. Yeah. Watching that, there was something that they commented about on there, and it made me think, holy shit, this has actually been starting earlier than what we've seen with Ukraine. So I don't know if you guys remember, but when that plane disappeared, do you guys also remember in the news, Russia invaded Crimea? Oh, it goes yeah. that yes, dude. Yep. It goes back that far. Remember 2014. That? And nobody yep, yep. really paid attention to it much that Russia mm-hmm. was invading another country because this plane disappeared and the world was watching this, right? Yep. Part of the conspiracy theories on this thing is that that was one of the reasons they were trying to like not Get make everybody pick whatever it. it was. So talk about that, right? Then we talk about the fact that Russia invaded Ukraine. That's Again. going on, right? And it's still going on. We're moving up on, what, 10, 11 months now? It's crazy. Oh, it's been over a year, dude. Is it over a year now? They went in. They started going in on February 24th of Okay, so it's been over a year this has been happening. We saw recently in the news something historic, something that was never nobody thought would ever really happen. We saw Iran and Saudi Arabia declare peace. These two countries that have religious kind of uh, undertones these things where they fight each other religiously the sh- the sheiks the sikhs and the shiites shiites and right? the, yeah. yeah they have declared peace these countries decided we're going we're going to be peaceful to each other now and who was it that bartered that china and china and russia are yep. best of friends right now oh and, and you see what's going on currently right now as of like today and yesterday hang on one sec before you get there and then russia reaches out to north korea and says, hey, we'll provide you guys with food if you help us out with weapons. And North Korea says, that sounds like a good idea. So basically over there what you have happening is you have Russia, China, North Korea, Saudi Arabia, and Iran all buddy buddies right now. And they all have one common enemy. And they control, I think, what is it, 80 to 90% of the world's oil? Something like that, yeah. So... The idea. What, what's happening today? Uh, Russia is practice doing practice drills of uh, hitting targets and invading Taiwan currently because the Taiwan president visited the U.S. last week. So here you go. There's a lot of things happening in the world. The idea that these countries might at finally have this kind of the the. From the, our standpoint, an Axis in, power group. In their mind, now they have what it takes. They have the power. They have the alliance. They have mm-hmm. everything they need to finally go in and take out the Western countries that has been that's been a a thorn, a thorn in their in side, their, yeah, for years. decades and decades, right? And let's the, let's not sugarcoat things. You know, we've said it before. I'm not a like patriotic flag waving guy that says we've never done anything wrong. We're the best country in the world. Our country has done some shady shit in a lot of different countries, yep. and we've done it for a lot of decades. And those kids that had to live seeing war and shit go down in their countries and things happen and they see the Americans tied to it, they grew up and they're becoming the people who are not too happy with our country. And they're the ones in government positions now and in military positions, and they're the ones making these calls. And so the idea that a World War Three could happen is not really out of the question. Mm-hmm. So I and po- you're talking about countries where the people running the show have that mentality, and these are countries where the population is very, very severely limited in, in what they're being told and how to think and yeah. how to act. Yeah. Even though we have internet, we feel like, hey, everyone's connected in the world. So, like, they it's would not. see, no, there's, you know, countries do control what kind of internet you have access to. Mm-hmm. And um, that becomes a big deal. The control, 
sorry, the control of information. As we step into the world of AI, fake AI videos, fake AI news headlines, and photos, it's not going to be hard to to spark something. You right? know, throw the spark on the tinderbox to get things to yeah. finally go off. So the idea that we might see a World War Three is really not that far fetched. It's also not far fetched to think that we're not we're no longer the country that's never seen war come to our soil aside from World War Two. I mean, before that, you know what I mean? There was, but since World War II, aside from terroristic acts, we have not seen war come to our soil. We have not seen Mm -hmm. invasions of any troops. We've never seen weapons fired at us in any way. We've never seen us, you know, our our ports surrounded by ships. We've not dealt with this um, since the beginnings of our country or since even Civil War times when we had war ravage this country. And look at how different the war technology is nowadays. Yeah. So... There's a chance that we may see this in our lifetimes, in our realities. Like we might be living a world where at the at the drop of a dime, our world, our realities and how we see the world and what we thought our life would be like and society is going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. That said, I reached out uh, or I talked to Anthony. We talked about this in the past mm-hmm. and I asked you, have you ever seen the movie Red Dawn? And mm-hmm. you said, nope. nope. And I said, that's something you should see. especially now if anything it's a classic right it's a classic film but it does feel kind of like when you watch it now you're kind of like huh okay let me let me let me think twice about what's going on on the world stage here so i decided let's let's all watch red dawn let's talk about not just talk about the movie in terms of breaking it down or anything but talk about how it feels living in the world we're living in and the realism of like what that would be like before we get into it anthony you'd never seen it you saw it for the first time what was your thoughts after seeing it I'm really mad that I liked it. You're, Why you're mad, that that mad you liked it? Does, that, does that make sense? No. No, you got to explain. <clears throat> not at all. <laughs> He's like, so does that I feel, I, feel, I feel mixed on it because it's one of those like, I was not expecting to like the movie because I'm usually not a war person. And this kind of a thing is a real fear threat to me. This kind of home invasion. So much like, that's my big fear in life is like home invasion. So on a grand scale, this is like, I don't like talking about the World War Three stuff. I've talked about that yeah. on the show before. So I didn't think I was going to like this movie, and I really did like it because it was a good movie. Acting was awesome. Realized that I do like Patrick Swayze as an actor. <laughs> Killed it. Killed it as like that like big brother. You know, like, I'm like, hold have you not seen The Outsiders? This movie since I was a little kid. But also, so I don't know if it would hit the same way as it did, but I can only imagine how scary this, did, this would have felt like releasing in the 80s, coming out of that. Cold, coming through that Cold War, depending on how the Cold War feeling was at the time. Well, because, yeah, that was a big threat. Cuba this was a threat. Nicaragua was a threat. Yep. Russia is, was a threat. So this one really did kind of give me like a real life like horror movie vibe where it's like, crap, like you need to make the decision. Do you do, do what do you do? Do the the the. The soldier coming into you as a child, coming at you as a child, the gun is shooting at you. Do you grab a knife and cut them and fight them or do you run or do you get shit like that like that kind of fight or flight situation yeah, yeah. that's scary and <laughs> this was a good movie yeah i'm really wow there's like, a remake they did in the 2000s i, I kind of want to see the remake 2010s maybe something i think, I think so. it was like 2012 2010s. or something like that it came out with chris hemsworth yeah it's okay it's not like like they follow the idea, but it's all up to date. So like okay. it's the Middle East. There's a lot of happening with with oh, China. No, it's, it's North Koreans or the Koreans. Okay. Uh, but though, the, like it shows all the stuff that's happening. Oh, in the news, oh, oh, in the world history. Gotcha. It's that world stage. It. You know what I mean? They show like 
Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton on there and like oh, all kinds Jesus. of not not it was just all this news flash yeah. and like what the world was like at that time and what would happen if that happened then with the Koreans coming in. I could see it happening now though and it's it's it does take liberties with the story and yes. how they th- have things play out and I wasn't happy with the the, the remake of it oh, because okay. of like how certain characters died. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it was like more for shock factor and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan of that." But <laughs> it's not bad. But this one I just felt like this one's classic and I felt like yes. this one really kind of it's it's it kind of captures this thing that to me when I wanted to have this conversation, it's like We've always in our society, almost always, not just joked, but we always like the part of the butt of some of these jokes are doomsday preppers, people who are preparing for if shit goes down. Right. So let me ask you something. Do we laugh at them now? You know, do we make fun of doomsday preppers now? Because those people have bunkers somewhere. They've got a lot of food and rations. They've probably got weapons stockpiled. They have a plan in place. They They have maps. They know what they're going to do. And it made me think back in Dan. Do you remember my buddy Ed? Ed Gerard. Yeah, big dude Ed, and all those yep. guys I used to hang out. That whole group of friends. Mm-hmm. Ed was one of these guys that wa- end up when he was a kid watched Red Dawn and loved it, but became like, that's important to know. That's important to know that if shit goes down, do mm-hmm. we have a plan? Do we know what the backup is? Do we have a contingency? And he did. He had a huge footlocker full of stuff that he needed. Um, uh, he had all kinds of like. This is where we would go if something went down. We all should meet here. We should do this. I know we can get to this place. And, like, it's crazy. And it made me think with the world, the way it's going now, like, do any of us have any kind of plan? Like, Dan, you're in Florida, right? Yeah. So you're close to the coast. And all of a sudden, like, Cuba decides, yeah, we're going to jump in on this too, right? So you're podcasting with us right now. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, corner of your eye, out in your window, People are fucking dropping out of the sky, paratroopers and shit. What are you doing? With today's technology, it won't happen. And I only say that because where I'm at, I have the Clearwater Coast Guard base, like right there. And then we also have McDill, which is in South Tampa. The right. Air so those are right those are targets. Those are targets. So those, for, of course, those are long range missiles. Exactly. And the only way that they're going to get to them is if it's like a nuke or something. So if a nuke goes off over there, I'm gone. I have You're no prep. You're just vaporized. You're going to be blink. in the middle of of me talking and then bloop I'm Side gone of your face is gonna get right you guys are Wi Fi cut out. Exactly. You guys will be up there like, oh god damn it, his Wi Fi again or whatever. And meanwhile I'm over <laughs> and here. And then we're gonna get notification T two. Because it's like it's like yeah, it's like fucking T two, right? Because yeah. you, you would hear the the pop, you'd see a flash and yep. then it would take a few moments before you hear the rumble as that fucking heat wave comes to exactly. you. Exactly. So I would yep. be obliterated if that was the case. We have we have the Niagara Falls Air oh, Force. Oh yeah, we got the base us, too. We have know. not only do we have What's the, base? the radius? How does that work? Like how far does well, that go out? I don't, Depends on what they drop and how big how much. Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing, not only do the we have the airbase, we have the power plant that supplies an awful lot of power yeah. to the entire it's eastern east, seaboard. East Coast. Up by Lewiston. Yes, dude. Yep. Yeah. Now, let's say they don't send off nukes and they are somehow managed, able to come in and I start seeing them, like, coming in. Um, I have a route. I have... Uh, do you have I, something in place where you're just like, I know what we would do? Kind of. I am a government employee, um, so I could get onto the bases with no problems and bring my families nice. with us. There you um, go. Sweet. If the bases are still there. If the bases I mean, are still there. That's, it'd that's, have to be setting up like makeshift bases outside. You well, know? Exactly, also, yeah. those are going to be those primary targets. If they're dropping in troops, if they somehow get troops in, they're going to go for the bases. Chances are this entire city area will be wiped out as well, too. So that, that part mm-hmm. I'm not worried about. If if it survives, then more than likely I have a chance of surviving over there, too. So Good. 
Yep. But like, yeah. do you, uh, is there a contingent? Is there a plan where uh, you call the the other brothers, David and Manny, and you're just like, this is where we have to go. This is where you have to meet. Or is it just like, I have a plan for me, my kids, my wife, and that's what's up. They can deal with themselves. Nah, I think that's. Uh, David's going to be on a ship down in the I was going to say, David, David will probably be in <laughs> So Columbia, he won't even so be in the country even, when that shit goes yeah. down. Manny. Um, and mom, where are they going to be? I don't know. Mom will probably be trying to get up my ass. I don't know. Who knows? Love her to <laughs> She's death. like, Daddy, where are you at? Come get um, us. Manny will probably think this is a simulation <laughs> and not really believe it's real. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's all right, dude. This doesn't exist it's, anyway. It's, no worries. It's whatever. <laughs> Wow. He's sitting there with a bowl of popcorn on his roof, watching everything go down. Basically, now, yeah, this I don't want this to be political, right? This is not mm-hmm. a political thing. Mm-hmm. But would you be like, what would you be looking to do? What these guys did? Would you go and get weapons? Would you get guns and all that kind of shit? I would love to say yes, but I know myself. I would probably be more in survival mode and trying to see what I can do, scavenge and get for my family, and get my family to survive this whole thing so where are you going first grocery store um or sporting goods those are the first two those are the worst two places you could go i mean they're, they're the first two you should go to but those are the worst two places because that's to where everybody's, everybody's going gonna everybody's it. going there and it's gonna i would it's also gonna be going to pharmacies as well that would be good that would get rated fast too yeah, to scavenge up any kind of medicines first, because everybody's going to be concerned with getting weapons first, getting food first. Yeah, medicine's going to be important for your health. Food is also important, but you can also make your own food. I have yep. So, is, is it a better? Do you? So, Anthony, for you, if shit goes down, right? Let's say it's not nukes, because nukes. The other side to nukes. Yes, there's nukes in the world, and yes, we're we're fright. You know, everybody's got this idea of them. nukes coming but let me ask you something so the idea here is is do they just want to nuke us and destroy us without coming and taking over this land or do they want the land because if they want the land they're not going to destroy it with nuclear technology right well there's the threat of nukes and maybe dropping it on one spot but overall like just the bombardment of nuclear tech you know once i believe that once a nuke is sent it is going to cause a chain reaction that everyone is feared of once one nuke sent no matter who sends it i think it's the other one sends it's going to start going back and forth and once that sense it's it's going to happen so quick we're going to be it's going to be the cold it's we're just to be done, especially yeah. because our and location. Then, and then the people who were in the middle of the countries that weren't on the coasts they're going to get pretty much that's where a lot of the survival is going to be yeah Assuming it's not hips and now, Midwest now, Anthony, and for you, let's say no nukes, right? But we see invasions. We see people. We see these military pushing their way in. They took over Alaska. They tried. They started to push their way into Canada. Canada wanted to fight them off, but then they were overpowered. Too much we're Russians. Like, hey, too much. Too because the Chinese came it. over. You know, now it's even worse. The Koreans. Like we just have all of this. And what are you doing? What's your plan? Do you have something in place? I have Do you know where to go. I have loose ideas of where of where we would go. Yeah, you're at home, but, you and Amber are watching TV, and all of a sudden spread. you're hearing a boom in the distance. You're like, the fuck was that? Was that thunder? Right? And then another boom, and you're just like, that's weird. And then you look on, you're starting to look on social and Twitter. Everybody's like, your phone starts going well, off. So, yeah, here's, that's so I would loud, normally scary yeah, noise, the fucking dude, the that, alert. The, the alert things coming through saying that there are bom- missiles going off. They're not nuclear, but we're being attacked. So you're hearing this booming. What are you doing immediately? From your apartment. Mine, so from where we're at, our you look out contacts, the win- window and you can see in the distance there's a glow, so you know those missiles are hitting close. I mean, okay, so so now I mean, I mean, well, so that's that's different than just I mean that's that's 
I, that I don't know. I mean, that that's different than just all the. Are you staying there? Are you leaving? I have, I honestly have no idea. I mean, because I have to figure. You would out. freeze. I don't know where to go because well, that's the choice. Do we stay here and get hit by the missile, or do we now go out on the road where the missiles are dropping, and now do we possibly get hit by a missile because we're now moving? So I don't know where the missiles are dropping. I need I need more information than just if I'm hearing. But you know, shit's going down. They're shit's saying going, we're being invaded. Shit's what going down doing? is different than missiles are now dropping. It's the same thing. They we're being invaded. The missiles are hitting the the. Military tell you something, in. Anthony. No, if that's missile no, directly just hits your apartment the, building. You're more than likely question. dead. Where are you so. going? Are All right, so missiles are not dropping. I don't got to be worried about that hitting my car. We're probably driving out to. Well, that's the thing. I, I get past that. Go yeah, on. yeah. Don't throw that. Don't throw that extra. Just go on. So, uh, I, I'm probably going out to. I'm probably going out to Lockport to rally up with one of my cousins out there that I know I would have a better chance of survivals because I they have firearms and I don't. I'm not a gun person. But I do not a shoot, so I, I need to get someone that I can get weapons and supplies and that knows mechanics because I need to be able to make sure that we can keep our vehicles going in the event that something breaks down. Then I'm going to get Amber's. So then we're going to have to somehow get in contact with Amber's father, but with him with his bikes and his vehicles, I'm sure him and Amber's stepmother will get to us before we get to Rochester. So Bro, you think like you think that their you think that their plan is to come out here to be with you guys? Yes, he that's doesn't be that, their plan. That, that's where the family is. Yeah, it's like he's got his nieces and like Dan has his nieces and family out there, but he's going to come to Amber. Okay, yeah. and then where are you guys doing? From Do you have bunkers? Any bunkers to go to? Any nothing like that. But I mean, we're going out no. with Dan with what he with what he knows. And we know how, there's a lot of fallout shelters around here. There's schools. a lot of our buildings have those signs, those old signs, yes. nuclear fallout shelters. Yep. So I mean, we're prop. Pro- I mean, before, we're going to try and probably go to the internet as soon as we can before it's taken out because I mean, at some point it's just going to stop. Like in the movies, I'm assuming where you're just like. There's well, no not TV. only the internet, but phones are going to cut but out. But that's the other thing, too. Well, yeah, so know. if our internet doesn't go out, we have that now. We, we have that, that to quick, interact yeah. with each other immediately and get in contact hey, with each other happening. and say, we're hey, let's go here, let's Boom. go there. Right? I'm driving, I'm telling neighbor, text everyone, tell them this, we're going here, we're going here, we're going there. And then I'm also double-checking where's the next shelter, what's <clears> everyone saying, trying to get any kind of information. Assuming we don't know where the bunkers are, we don't have any way to meet up with like government spots that we can trust. I mean, I'm probably, I don't want to say I'm going off grid, but like, we're going to, I'm going to five Amber, my cousin's boyfriend, pretty much like their, her partner. He's very much a hunter survivalist. And he, like, I know like, well, now the, we have the schools, we have the buildings that say fallout shelters. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it only makes sense that the actual military bases we have here have underground bunkers and shelter. I would assume so. So, and I would assume Mm -hmm. that they're large enough to hold large amounts of people, hopefully. Right. And not just the military people. Um, so yeah, that could be a, that, that might be a smart, but that's the thing you think maybe head towards the military installations cause let them take again, care of moving us and, and bringing, yeah, but they're targets. Not only are they a target, but their focus is on the threat yeah. at that moment. What are you time. doing, Jim? Um, I really don't have a plan because it's just me, right? Oh, my so you wouldn't go straight to your parents? Well, no, that's probably be my first move. Would you go pick to my up your sister house? on the way, or, or she lives? She's there. living She's there. Right okay. Now. And here's the thing: I don't have a plan for this. When I lived in California, and earthquakes were a thing, there we had a plan. Right, that's a thing because you have to because you live with that as an active possible threat every single day. Yeah, and now we're walking into that on the on the political stage here. That yeah, there's I know, an man. actual possible threat coming. A war up. threat, but no, that would probably be my first move: is go there. Get whatever supplies we can from there and then get out of there. Because I know, you know, MREs, we have MREs, which is that military food, and that stuff lasts forever. So if you ration that, you can get that for a while. Lasts forever, but it tastes like shit. Yes, but that's my, yeah, that's my least of my concerns there. And then my suggestion would be to head off into the woods. That would be my suggestion. There you go. I could see that. For me, that's the thing, too. So for me, 
uh, shit starts going down, I'm just like, fuck it, play some GTA Five. In real life, get out there, jump in cars, fucking just drive around. Oh, I see. What pull you're people saying. out, beat them down. You're going to be money. one of those people that when war starts Chaos. hitting the fan, you're going to start looting all the I'm stores. I'm going to take advantage. I'm going to start <laughs> leading uh, uh, my own group of people. I'm going to create an army myself. He's, a militia. I'm going to be like the governor, bro, and have a whole section of the neighborhood walled off so nobody can come in unless I say so. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though, that's the thing about this movie. This movie kind of shows you how big our country is first of all our country isn't like european countries where you can go from one end to the other in just a day Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean we have such a big country that the kind of invasion they would require to actually get control of everything happening here is going to require damage to five countries it is going to require damage they would nuke the the coasts to go in and take out the middle you know and and control well dc's done DC is completely gone. Yeah, DC that's gone. gone. New, New York, York City's gone. gone. We might see Buffalo out of there because of the bases out here. You Plus see the connection to Canada. We have a, there's a bridge to Canada. Denver so Airport. Bridge. Oh yeah, Denver Airport would be gone. You know, we'd see a lot of stuff. Um, but the whole idea is this movie does show you that there are parts of our country that are so like out there. The the wilderness is so like dense that. It would take a while for any kind of invading army to canvas every single inch to make sure that they cleared everybody out. Well, yeah, because, again, a lot of the United States is not just a big populous city. It's spread right. out. Right. So you got to travel right. quite a, quite a right. distance. Yeah, there's a lot happening there, right? And when that does go down, in so in, in Red Dawn, you know, you saw Russia, Cuba, and Nicaragua come in mm-hmm. to do what they needed to do and take us out. But it was because everybody else said, you know what? We're not going to do anything. All these countries were basically like, we're not doing this, guys. We don't want to do another world war. So, U.S., you're on your own. You wouldn't see that nowadays, no. obviously. So, nah. again, you know, we would, we would, it's not well, like we would be under the rule of, a, of, of another country for long before you'd see more war and these things happening. But the thing is, is there, there's a chance that it's coming to our soil. So, it, the country being as big as it is, you're right. I think the first thing would be to, Immediately have a network of people to call and be like, all right, what's your plan? What are we doing? Let's see if we can't congregate together. The more people you have, the smarter things, you know, you can survive a little bit better. Uh, Too many people, it becomes an issue, but like you want to get a core group of people that you can survive with and rely on. And then Mm -hmm. from there, you want to be strategic, right? Yes, everyone's going to be hitting all the different things. And think about our country, how big it is. All the tiny towns between every little location when you're driving all these country roads. They mm-hmm. all have tiny pharmacies. They all gas have stations. weapons. They all have yes. all this stuff. Oh, my God. Gas that stuff stations. is getting raided for sure. However, mm-hmm. it just depends on the population yeah, in the, the area. population in the area. So. But yeah, you're right. You want to make sure you have medicines, the basic medicines, antibiotics, things like that. You know, first aid things you want to have. But like you want to stay away from shit like, oh, just get all those donuts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You want to yeah. try to try to be smart about it. Um, but weapons is a thing, man. You could, you know, whatever your stance is on having weapons. Yes, you're going up against people that have drones and nuclear technology. But at the end of the day. You need to look at Russia. Look at Russia and Ukraine right now. They still are employing old school tactics oh, of I troops know. on the ground with guns mm-hmm. and tanks, and you know using those to push through as a force. So that is something you have to face, and so that it would be smart to have ways to fight back, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then the second part is is 
head out, leave populous areas, head out to the woods, head out to somewhere where mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. you're in the wilderness, but you know how to survive. So the, the idea that you do a lot of the things you do is going to serve you well. Oh, yeah. Orienteering is going to serve you well. Knowing how to survive out in the wilderness is going to serve you well. That's an important thing to kind of know if you want to survive in that aspect. And if we're really thinking about, hey, you should put a plan together because shit might go down, it wouldn't hurt to start learning that shit. And you're making fun of me for taking a uh, trying to get my wilderness cert, uh, first aid certification. Well, let me tell you, when we get I don't get think invaded, I made fun of you. You, dude, I told you, you at some injured, point you're going to be thankful. <laughs> no, I, took I told that class. I did not make fun of you. <laughs> I did say that there it. would be a time that at some point there might be a bear that's choking and you might have to help it. Yes. So it's right. definitely going to come into play. <laughs> Especially so, if it finds like a big brick of cocaine. You never know. Oh, you never know, Jesus dude. Christ, dude. I want to <laughs> do cocaine llama. Um, <laughs> right. Methamphetamine llama. Meth- I'm, I'm actually Steve meth- Piranha. No, no. Methamphetamines llama. I, I do want to actually ask you for, because of your knowledge of like being able to truck in. Be again, be again, and then hang on, though, hang on. Don't forget, this is hardly awesome. So I am by no means an expert, but go ahead. Do you have Do you have the training, or do you have the knowledge to be able to identify what is safe to eat or not? Or do you are you more? You just of bring just, books with you, man. I, snag a snag a, somebody snag bro, a Boy Scout I, manual, it, right? Yeah, there. Bro, I, have, I, I have a Boy Scout survival book on my bookshelf. Get yeah, the but most do you trust yourself ones, enough to whatever say, the most is this updated one would blueberry, be? Right? Or is this the safe blueberry? But listen, there's all kinds of books out there. You can get all kinds of survival guides. Oh yeah, now, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, know, but I think I the world we live in now, you can actually get zombie survival handbooks, yeah. oh, right? Sure, How to survive the zombie? Actually, have two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that. Remember when that shit came out? How to survive the zombie apocalypse or whatever? But answer your question to a certain degree, yes. Okay, so you could say I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go forage. Not very well. I mean, I it very. I have a very limited knowledge. Like but, I can pick up my raspberries and my blackberries and blueberries. I know. I know it sounds mm-hmm. crazy, but I really think you will see the fact that there's such a huge population of this world as a gaming community that those skills come into play. Oh, I'm oh, sure. That oh, the yeah. mentality that they use oh, God, to survive yeah. in their games, right? Like, like any of these games. What's mm-hmm. the what's the ever ever no um, Elden Ring, Elder Ring, Elden Ring. Fallout, Jeez. Fallout, right? Fallout. Like yeah, Fallout any zombie, any zombie game, right? Like the yep. whole idea is to learn how to survive. We've kind of been subliminal subliminally trained on how to do this because of the things we watched. Right? Shit goes down. You're like, you know what? I watched The Walking Dead. I know the first thing I need to do is gathered with people that can protect each other and do these you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it, it yep. becomes this kind of thing so i think it could happen but i also think man it's not a bad idea to put up put a real plan in place to actually no. have some so we might be coming up with the hardly awesome red dawn plan and and start really being like but that doesn't this is go on air be. no Stays we're here. not telling yeah, right anybody. exactly <laughs> yeah exactly uh berry tip though to tell i know one thing to tell if berries are poisonous or not if the juice the juice is clear. It's usually good. If it's like a milkyish white color, don't eat those. Don't eat it. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. That was something I learned from like an old vet like way back a couple of years ago. It makes you think, right? Like when you know what's happening in the world and you watch that movie, you're just like, what the fuck? That's kind of like when I was watching Contagion while COVID was yeah. starting. Oh, yeah, dude. Like yeah. when COVID started, I watched that movie Contagion for the first time and I was just like, holy <laughs> fuck, what the yeah. hell's happening? This is the real world now. Yep. I'd say that's. And, and, and again, a lot of the scary things is, like I said, I've been doing a lot of looking at what sparked World War II and what led up to the outbreak of that. And you look at that and what was said then by certain individuals, and you look at what's being said by certain individuals today and the things that are happening, and it's yeah. literally textbook. Jim, That's history, are you dude. saying that it's repeating itself? That's what happens. Down to a fucking T, dude. That's what happens, dude. Look That's at what, what Hitler happens. did. Hitler invaded what, what was, uh, Austria or Poland first. 
Nobody really started to do anything you at mean? first. Crimea. Look at what happened with Crimea. They was walked in there. They were giving them out Russian passports yeah. and yeah. documents. They said, oh, there's a whole bunch of Russian people here, so we're going to go in and take it over. Same thing they did during World War II. Same exact thing. That's what happens, man. We don't learn from our mistakes. We're doomed to repeat it. All right, man. That's the episode. If you're not a if you're not a doomsday prepper at home, you know, Maybe go you check out start. Red Dawn and, and see if <laughs> if that wets your whistle. Uh, Dan, thanks for joining us yes. on this episode. You'll be back uh, again in the future. Nice Definitely. meeting you. Um, we'll Bye see you about. Too, We'll see about uh, maybe relaunching or doing special episodes of the Saturday Night Video Store here. That could be fun. All right, yeah. And, Do um, it with the projector on. Oh, that could be cool, too, for sure. Um, and that's it. So do you want to push anything? Like, do you have anything that you're selling or are you doing anything right now? Uh, not particularly. I mean, I have art on Instagram and Facebook, Rat Fink Arts, but I haven't done anything in like Rat a year. Fink so. with a P-H. With a P-H-I-N-C because I went through a ghetto phase in my teenage years, so... Anthony's go. We were making fun of Anthony earlier. He's he never got to be like emo hardcore kid when he was growing up. So now he's yeah. going through that phase now. <laughs> yep, he's doing it. Anyway, it's all good. Um, so that's it, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hit up out. We have an Instagram account that I haven't posted anything on in a couple weeks, but I'll get some stuff up today. We uh, Instagram. will all get some things yes. out as we should all be. We should all posting I, on there. hardly yes. awesome pod. Go check it out. Make sure to give us a follow. Uh, feel free to comment, man. If you listen to these episodes, any of these posts come up, comment on them. Let us know what you think. If you want to send us any messages, anything you want us to read on the air, you want to tell us that we suck. Uh, you want to give us ideas for things to talk about, send us an email to hardlyawesomestudios at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get on those and then uh, have Anthony. You know what? Maybe we'll do an advice thing. If you want Anthony to give you advice life count? advice and oh then God. it's called hardly advice because it's not good. Hardly good advice. Hardly good advice. That's what it's called. Hardly good advice. Well, until he or gives just hardly advice, awesome advice. It's huh? hardly awesome advice. Well, because it's still coming from Anthony. Yeah, it's hardly. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. And this has been the Hardly Awesome Podcast. See ya.